eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. Romer Von Dahmer. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I'm having a wonderful night, Richard. Coming, off a, coming off a nice, hot Labor Day. Oh, yeah. Did you, you know? do anything? Nope. I did nothing. That's nice. Which is, not, which is nice. A little that staycation. A nice. little staycation. Real good stuff. I like that. I made a really good sangria. Did you know? Yeah, like really good sangria. Like, What'd you put into it? <sighs> Ryan, let me tell you what I put into it. Did you bring the house? Did you bring the house on it? <laughs> I put uh like just you know, a big bottle of red wine, obviously. Sure. Sure. I did nice some... nice Carlo Rossi, something really Yeah, just whatever Ooh. it was. It was yeah. nice. I did a uh I did some Bacardi Limon. Sure. Oh wow. I did raspberry vodka. I did uh, peach schnapps. I did. Uh, I squeezed a lime into it. Okay, and a sprite. You and, understand? Oh, and some contra. So, so hang on. Yeah. Little little sneak peek. That's the legal seafood <laughs> recipe. Is it really? Yeah, pretty, or pretty damn close. Yeah. I was gonna say you understand that, like, basically, real sangria is just like fruit and wine, right? Not mine. <laughs> Not mine, baby. <laughs> no, we're going rum, vodka, yeah, yeah. gin, yeah, cognac for some Whatever reason. You want. Whatever yeah. you want. We'll it's throw like... a little triple sec into it. Sweeten it up a little bit. It's the uh, it's the uh, mysterious cousin of the Long Island iced tea. Yeah, you know? it really is. Just a little bit everything. Me. So what I did was a wallop. I made it in a huge pitcher, and then I could yeah. just, then it was shareable. You know, everybody could enjoy it. I'm sure, and I'm sure everybody did. So that's kind of. That's kind of that. Did it get weird in the Keefe household with drinking that sangria? Did that no, not so weird. We all have a pretty good tolerance in the Keefe house. That's the, <laughs> that just sounds like fight juice, though. That sounds like someone's going to yeah. get in a scrap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no fights. Do no. you remember that time? Can I tell a story on the podcast very quickly? I know we that's get a lot whole, to do. Brian, today. listen, I don't want to tell you about podcasting, but that's the whole point of podcast. That's the whole point of podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about a time where Richard Keefe, Richard Keefe comes to visit me. I'm in Nashville, New Hampshire. Rich is coming down from Dunbarton. Right. We're in a, we're adults at this point. Yeah. We're in our mid to late twenties and we're in a nice little place called the grand buffet in Nashua, New Hampshire. It's a nice spot. I'm up there. We're doing karaoke. We're ha- we got our boy fridges in the mix. We're having a good time. Right. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, my boy Fridge and I are doing our, we do a, a great mashup of Electric Avenue and Ghostbusters. It is something to be And, so, and sometimes nice. we'll throw in like I want a new drug in there too, because, you know, Ghostbusters want a new drug. All the same song. Sure, anyway, sure. This guy is just mean mugging the two of us. Yeah, he like, was not enjoying it. He the, was, it was not enjoying it. Free entertainment. The guy was not having it. I think not, he was a little jealous. Like, I, think I think he, he was He was a little jealous. It was Ryan, the end of the night. Wanted, I think he probably wanted a scoop of peanut butter with his jelly. It was the end of the night. He may have been overserved. Eh. Um, so we get off the stage. I'm sitting there. I'm talking to RFK3. I'm talking to Kiefer. Yeah, we're chopping it this up. This guy comes up to us, and he's just like mean mugging me from the end of the bar. So I say something. I'm like, is hmm. something, something wrong or whatever? Something wrong? This partner? escalates. This escalates. <laughs> he was wearing a vest. I, I tell him that he doesn't want to want this smoke. Is what right. I what I yeah. say. You don't want this smoke. They, I didn't, didn't say that because that wasn't a thing then. No, but it was it was the 2006 version of yeah. Do you want some smoke? So he he bellies up to Keith and I. This guy comes at us. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. And and he says he says to Rich and I out of nowhere, I'm 28. No. <laughs> And Rich and I look like, like who? <laughs> who are you fighting? I had a who lot are of you questions. fighting? I had a lot of questions for him. You I had wanted, a lot of questions. I wanted you... to go through his entire bar fighting record. <laughs> I want to know who these guys were. How? Who's keeping track? The story were they ends all knockout. With... I go over some decision. I had a lot of questions yeah. for him. The story ends with an his friends getting in a fight with somebody else. Right. Him turning around. The karaoke guy Doug. I remember his name was Dougie. <laughs> pulled out a taser. <laughs> And then all I remember yeah. is someone saying the cops are coming and we left. But I, for this day, yeah. I want to know yeah. the 28 people that that guy fought. He beat them all, though. They he probably, beat them all. They, <laughs> he beat them all. <laughs> I love that story. When, when people, I'm 28, no. I'm 28, if, no. I'm like, who? who if, somebody, if somebody was going to ask you what your fighting record is what would you say that it is it's, it's 500 on the That's a, i swear to god my response and it's actually yep. probably true yeah but i always go i'm five five and one <laughs> not a winning record not a losing record it's like vince vaughn and in one real good one vince yeah. vaughn and made five five and one five five and one you win some you lose some you just, yeah I, I i don't have a winning record i'm not gonna brag i don't have a winning record but i don't have a losing record and when i when i've won it's been good and when i've lost it's been horrible <laughs> Horrible. You can't, you can't trust somebody that says they've never been knocked out. Oh, I've, I've been. Uh, you yeah, you can't trust somebody because you're or at you're least worn like a good. I had a good shiner. You know what I mean? Took one. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a huge bruise on my face <laughs> in my spit. <laughs> Just I had like two. I had like my my face is all smashed up. Yeah, and uh, my Spanish teacher was like the only one. And this was in college. She was like the only one who actually cared. Because, like, all the other teachers, they see it, and they're like, oh, look at this bag of shit. Like, this guy's, welcome to college, yeah. pal. Yeah. And Spanish teacher was like, oh, no. And she, like, in Spanish, asked me, like, what happened. <laughs> can you tell, can you ask me, what? can you tell me what you said in Spanish? Can uh, you please speak in Spanish right now? Pasa, she's like, oh, reach, Rico, que pasa? <laughs> and I go, oh. Well, actually, she, because uh, there was a couple of other football players on the team. And so remember my screen name was Iceman for a Ice while? Man. Yeah, Iceman. And so all the guys on the team called me Ice. So they made they made the teacher call me Yalo, which is <laughs> Spanish for ice. For those of you who don't Spanish, habla. Yeah. So she would call me Yalo. So she was like, Yalo, que pasa? <laughs> Your face. And I was like, Yeah. Oh, I go. It was uh, fo- the football the football helmet. And she's like, yeah, football helmet? I'm like, Yeah. Just kind of got rattled around there a little bit. There's like yeah. no way it was a football injury. <laughs> she's just like, Okay, thanks, Yalo. 
Yeah, thanks, Galo. Anyway, anyway. All right, Ryan. Don't fight, kids. It's not. It's not right. That's right. I've retired, by the way. I'm so. I'm. I'm super retired. I'm yeah. retired. Well, again, not with a winning record, but also not, not a, a losing, losing record. record. <laughs> All right, yep. Let's get to the news. Usually I'm not in favor of films that just put out like a hundred trailers. Yeah. But the most recent Joker trailer. Wait, Rick, God damn it. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, God this Joker. Damn it. Is this Joker? <laughs> Are Kyle? we talking about Joker? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know that guy would have been real pissed to see this, but oh, it looks pissed. it looks good. And the Doesn't buzz it? and the buzz. The Richard, buzz, Ryan. It's a flutter. The buzz it's, is a flutter. Yeah, we're talking Oscars. Oscar we're, buzz. People are throwing around. I'm not. I'm not making this up. People are throwing around the word masterpiece. Oof. Standing ovation at con. A long one. I saw it. Yeah, you saw, and, the, uh, you saw the standing ovation. <clears throat> um, it was like people are talking about like why doesn't DC just do these one offs? They just don't right. worry about a shared universe. Don't do what Marvel's doing. Just yeah, they don't have that. Really they don't have that movies. in their repertoire. Right. Like, do, do you think Joaquin Phoenix? Are we going to be saying on October the fifth that Joaquin Phoenix was a better Joker than Heath Ledger? I think. See, maybe there's this is going to come with some backlash. Yeah, and I think it's already started to happen just based on the Twitter reactions from the trailer and the reactions from the movie. There are people who are crying out about how this is kind of like glorifying like mental illness and how like that's, I, I and like look I'm there's you will not find a bigger advocate for mental health than me and so I get it but you have to understand that this is like this is a, a it's a it's a movie can you know, it, well, <laughs> you, know? Uh, you took the words out of my mouth like can yeah. a, can a movie be a movie not anymore no. I wish I wish yeah, it maybe could. You're right and and like talking about like we were talking about like Chappelle and stuff and we got. And I was talking to you, like someone was asking me about like a, on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. cause I, I liked it. I ended up watching I, yeah. it after our last podcast. I like, and it. it wasn't, it wasn't so much the fact of like what he said. Like, I don't care. I don't think comedians should be censored at all. I agree. And, and I neither think should, neither should podcasters, neither should podcasters by the way. But, um, but the Chappelle thing, I just thought it was a little like, okay. Like it was like, he was trying, like he was trying to get that reaction. And yes, I'm like, like I'm like over it, but I'm over it. You know, and what that's I mean? fine. Like, and I, I yeah. think that's fine. And I think that's understanding. And and uh, my wife had a similar reaction probably as you did. Like she, I can't believe that we agreed on something, by the way. That we Kate, watched, that Mrs. Keith and I, I know, agree on something. I know it's rare. Yeah. Cause we watched it. She did like it though, but she was like, there were and, elements I liked. And she's like, did he have to talk about like all of those things? I'm like, well, that's what he chose to do. And like, they're all like, you know, they're all right there. Like yep. it's obvious things to talk about. And it, not everybody can find humor in it. Not everybody's going to be able to see some of that stuff and, and laugh about it. Yeah. But like he doesn't because like to me, I am not a big Anthony Jeselnik fan. I do not like Anthony Jeselnik at all. I I think he just goes up there and is like, hey, 9-11 Holocaust, like just the worst stuff in the world and yeah. and whatever. But like so I know that I'm not going to watch his special, but people yeah. do and that's fine. And like I don't think he should get in trouble. Like it's just that's that's what he does. And so Chappelle didn't go there, but it was like closer to Jesselnick than yeah. I probably wanted it to be, but and like the the I still laughed. I liked it. Yeah, I mean there were parts of it that I found that I found funny. Dude, that stuff was the that stuff with the guns and the the buckshot and the the that yeah. shot was hilarious. Yeah. That was I just hilarious. I just think I'm bored with people trying to be provocative. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I got you. you know? Yeah. 
Like what is like and then this is, yeah, and like the whole thing, like this Miley like Miley Cyrus, like what is she gonna do now? Like I don't really care anymore. Who knows, man? Well apparently that uh Liam Helmsworth liked the whiskey. And the pills. Don't like that combo. I don't like that. I don't care it for that. Like, you know what he might he might have liked some Keith Sangria though. Oh god, who wouldn't? I'm telling you, Ron, you don't even have to like <laughs> you don't have to like wine. You'd love it. Uh oh yeah, it's fruity. I'll make you some next time you're up. Yeah, next time next time yeah, I'm up, we'll, we'll dabble. Yeah. Right, I got some Netflix news for you. Sure. Speaking of, speaking of Netflix, uh, this is horrible news, actually, I think. Uh the announcement, I don't know if it's gonna apply to every one of their shows, but a number of their shows are gonna be getting weekly releases rather than the all at once binge watch option. Here's the thing. So it has come out that Disney is doing like episodic, like weekly things, right? Yeah, that came enough, out like right after our last episode. So but Disney they have Plus a, yeah. is going to be doing that, yeah. But they have enough content for me that like, okay, fine. They'll have a show every day of the week. Like, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they have a built up thing, yeah, already. But this is like the only thing, like base, Disney Plus is trying to kill Netflix. Like they are trying to kill it, and right? Netflix might help them. They might. And the assist. only the only thing you have going for you is people can binge watch your shit. Yep, and you're gonna get rid of it. So I think like that doesn't make any sense to me. I think what's gonna happen is if there's a show that's a little bit lower on my list that's on Netflix, yeah. I'm just gonna wait until they're all there and then end up binge watching it anyway. And so exactly. yeah, for the first month when everybody's talking about it, well, well, some people are talking about it, but all right, I'm watching these Disney Plus shows and then I'll I'll circle back to Netflix. Yep. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, I, just, I think it's, they've, it's they've been dumb. doing this, and it's great, and I think people love it, and that's the whole idea. Like they they really created the binge watch in a way, and now sure did. and now they're getting rid of it. But you know what's one thing I do like about Netflix? What's that? Coming out later this month, I believe on the twentieth, the Between Two Ferns movie. The trailer was released today, and when this news first came out that they were making a movie, I remember we were both like, "Well, we love the short, we love the little you know skits or whatever." But how is this going to be a movie? Amazing. The Amazing. trailer, it's some two and a half minute trailer. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait. And it seems ma- like a good premise, too. It's a good premise. And Simple. I used to, the, I was on uh, Funny or Die. They had all these things. And I would just cackle laughing at these things. Yeah. And it's, and again, like talking about comedians being like, like, it's just so, I can't, it's not smart. Like the word I would use is like smart. But it the might, way well, it is in a way the it way is. Zach Galifianakis like manipulates kind of like, and people know obviously they know like it's yeah. it's it's a joke but like yeah the face I don't think they know exactly what he's going to ask them they can't I mean I know they're all actors so maybe they're acting but like yeah. especially the early ones I was like are they in on it and then you get the sense all right well clearly they're they're in on it but. But he's not afraid to still like completely bust their balls. So even at the very yeah. least, it's like a mini roast. You know what I mean? I, I won't give it away if you haven't seen the trailer yet. But the question he asked Brie Larson and her reaction to it makes it's me want to see the movie. Yeah, like, like I, don't I think she was prepared loud. for that. No, I laughed out loud at yeah. how he worded that question. I do think going forward, we now have <laughs> to refer to Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Benefit Lumberjacks. <laughs> Benefit Lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> he like couldn't say his name. That was so good. Benefit, I love how he was me- and he was object. measuring the ferns. He's like, is this this isn't the right width? Yeah, this the width isn't. <laughs> it's just off. And then the question he asked John Hamm is really good. What's, yeah, I don't get I don't give it away. If you yeah, have, yeah. go watch the trailer. It's it with McConaughey. The question from McConaughey. Yeah. Like right out of the <laughs> yeah. Your shirt, well, you have a shirt on. Because of all the things that you can win an Oscar for, are you surprised for you that it was acting? 
<laughs> and then he gets pissed. He's like, I see you have a shirt on. Is everything yeah. okay? Is everything okay? And he goes, here we go. <laughs> Ryan, we have Robert Pattinson uh, quotes here. Sure. Robert Pattinson was talking about um, uh, trying on the bat suit. Mm-hmm. And for like the final audition, trying on the bat suit. I don't think I can do a Robert Pattinson impression. But I don't know what that guy's vo- actual voice sounds like. It's British. Yeah, but like what kind of British, you know? Uh, Cackney. Are you saying like Michael Caine? <laughs> no, but what I could do, as you know, I have a real good Bane. Yeah, yeah. So I could do Rich Keefe doing Bane reading Robert Pattinson. I Go ahead. I don't think I'll be able to understand you, but. You do feel very powerful immediately, and it's pretty astonishing. Something that is incredibly difficult to get into, so the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. The, the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. Is that That's the right? Part? Yeah. He says, he goes on to say that you've got five people trying to shove you into something. He says, I feel strong. I feel tough. Even though I have to have someone squeezing my butt cheeks into the legs. I guess it's a tight suit. It's a tight. Ah, see, I don't know if I like the tight suit anymore. I don't know why you can't make the suit the size of the person. Uh, so I've never there is that. I remember Michael Keaton talking about, remember they had the Burton one. It was like just straight latex. It was like a wetsuit. Yeah. And he said, and they had to like, he could only wear it once because it would shrink. (laughs) And they had to like, they had to like cut him out of it or something. Like it was like crazy shit. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. I like the more like tactical suit. Yeah. Where he has like, it's almost like he's not wearing like cargo pants, but there's almost like a tactical feel to (laughs) it. He looks like one of the Hardy Boys. No, kind (laughs) of. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about though. I think like the Lee Bermejo ones that they do, they're kind of like baggier a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to look like a complete asshole. Like, I don't think like you no. need a whole team of guys. It doesn't really no. make any sense. Gre- Greasy up. <laughs> <laughs> How much butter you got? Yeah, no, we, need, we need more butter. We need way more butter than that. <laughs> Grease me up, woman. That's a Simpsons reference. Yeah, that was a good one. Okie dokie. Yep. <laughs> what about uh, Burt Reynolds and striptease? When he puts all the uh, all the bail on himself, no, all the Vaseline everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. And then no, he gets no. it in his boots and he likes it between his toes. <laughs> Do you think that was a great movie or just a very good movie? I think that was a solid A minus yeah. movie for me. <laughs> Dude, to me more up there. Yeah, but like for only like 10 seconds. Like where no, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there waiting for boobs. it. He's there there. Yeah, but it's like an hour and a half into the movie, you know. Mm. Here I am. You know, looking get uh, a peek at those warlocks and <laughs> You pervert. It was about so much more than that. It Come really on. was. It's a mother-daughter relationship. It was like steel magnolias <laughs> with boobs. Would you fucking grow up a little bit, please? That is, that was a nice <laughs> will picture. You, will you please? It was a tasteful picture. Yeah. Cripes. Uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is out on Netflix. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. I watched uh, five minutes of it, and my children were not having it. No, they okay. Well, not having it. They like the uh, they like the 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 Gelfling with the wings. They thought that was nice. Oh, I heard. No, they didn't is... like. They did not like okay. Chamber the Chamberlain the Skeksis. No. They did I not wouldn't, like no. him. The, mm-hmm. They did not like that. No, you wouldn't care for it. Yeah. No, I don't think that you would. Now I heard that they've done. They did things with puppetry that's never been done before. I believe it. So someone pitched that. it to me as Game of Thrones with puppets. I like that. I like well, that right up until the end. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe do a little better with your ending there. Yeah, Ryan, I got one last little bit of news here before we get to your news, and that would be this came out of nowhere. There's a movie coming out. It's called The Girl on the Third Floor. We tweeted out the trailer at Dork Podcast on the Twitter, which, by the way, if you're not following at Dork Podcast, you probably should. I'm not. 
I'm not begging you. I'm just saying it's a very good follow. It's mm-hmm. mostly trailers and teasers all in one place. But anyway, this girl on the third floor is one of these looks like a, a cheap horror movie or mm-hmm. like a cheaply made horror movie. And it stars CM Punk of all people. And what is his real name? He has like the lamest real name. Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he goes. It's CM not even Philip. It's Phil. Yeah, Phil. Just Phil Brooks. Yeah, yeah but. I, I'm intrigued. I don't know if this is. I doubt this is going to be a uh, all theaters or all you know across the country type of movie. Yeah, I think uh, we need to do like a, a retrospective of wrestlers in film. We could do that, like best of, worst of. Our docket is pretty full, though, Ryan. It's super full. I would love to sit and talk with you about no yeah. holds no holds barred. I would want. I would talk about that with Hulk, Hulk Hogan and uh, Debo. Well, it would be an hour of movies starring The Rock. And then it would be 30 minutes on everybody else. I think we, I think we only movies where he calls himself the rock. Anytime he's Dwayne Johnson, oh, not a Dwayne we don't Johnson count it. We don't count it. All right. Yeah. Well, at least we can talk about Scorpion King finally. Yeah, we can. Finally. Oh, I've been finally. chomping at the bit. Finally on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> talk about it. All right, Ron, that's all the news I got. What do you got for your sure. news? It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. Well, I got I got a little pieces of news that I kind of want to go with. So it's uh, this happened quickly too. It, it jumped on me quickly, and maybe it wasn't paying attention. But uh, World of Warcraft Classic has come out within the past week, and people are going bananas. With people this. like that, huh? It's old Warcraft. school World of Warcraft. Yeah, you know the Leroy Jenkins style. It's updated graphics, obviously, but Leroy Jenkins is back. Good. You Good know, kind of, so people and the, it's taken over streams. People are kind of like. It's funny, like people are kind of like getting away. I know this doesn't make any sense, but people have like admitted that they stopped watching Twitch and Mixer only because that's all people are playing, which doesn't make any sense. Or all people are watching, which doesn't make any sense. If all the, you know what I mean? It's like a Yogi Berra thing. Like people don't go and go there anymore. It's crowded. Right. Yeah. Like that. It's kind of like that thing. But people have been. There's another game that I've had my my eyes on. It's called Ancestors. Have you heard of this? Are you familiar no, with it? I'm not. I've not heard you of it. Actually would, you would actually love it. You start as a monkey. Okay. In already. In. Yep. And the purpose of the game, there's no end to the game. But you mm. have to figure out as a monkey how to evolve into a human being. Dude, did you see, by the way, not to stop you in your tracks right yeah. here. Did you see that video of that monkey who was in captivity who they figured out he sharpened a rock yeah. and smashed and the, the glass. window? Yeah. That's so fucked. Don't it's, don't keep so that's monkeys the, like Harambe no. and the boys. Come on, that's the point of this game. And the thing that drives me, that's driving people crazy, is they don't tell you anything. They don't give you any mechanics. Like you have to figure it out for yourself. I think I would get too frustrated. And then, like, so a guy was. I was reading a review on it. He's like, they don't tell you anything. You just start literally as a monkey in a tree, and there's no credits. There's no story. There's no anything. You just go. And he said he was trying to figure this out. And like, there are other like bad monkeys who like try to hurt you. So you have to figure out who to trust. Mm. He was like, he got gored by a boar. Oh, Jesus. Like just, it was like, and he, he was bleeding and like, he couldn't figure out like how to stop the bleeding and he had oh. to figure it out. And once he did, he said, I'm not going to tell you how I did it. Cause it's kind of a spoiler, but like you unlock like nodes in your brain. So you always remember how to do that. That seems nuts. 
It's crazy. Like it's the yeah. most immersive game like I've ever, I've ever heard of. Uh, the other game that's getting a lot of traction, the, uh, the team that brought you Alan Wake and Max Payne mm-hmm. had this game called Control, which is basically like you're a telekinetic young lady who's like, you know, got some gun. It's, I don't know. I don't like know. I'm not Gray. familiar with the story. Yeah. But you can like upgrade your telekinesis and it's like Max Payne with like, you can throw stuff at people. Okay. With your mind, like mind bullets. Like that's coming coming down a little bit, but it's getting, it's getting some really good reviews. And the last thing, this is going to come once. So other video game news uh, next week, we're going to get back on a regular stream schedule. Good. At least Tuesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays. All right. Maybe more. Um, And once October hits, once Dorktober hits, we're going to start doing all of these horror games again. Um, And one of them, October four awakening. So this thing, remember that game, uh, uh what's it? Uh, not until dawn survival of the fetus is it until dawn um i can't think of the name i played it uh it's a scary... yeah until dawn until dawn the until one with hayden panettiere the one you use like a choose your own adventure thing yeah yeah well they've come out it's called the dark pictures anthology so there's like these short games the first one's called the man of midon or midon or something like that okay and it's one the first of eight so there's like these so think of like you know telltale did like the episodes yeah 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 so like these super high quality like horror survival choose your own adventure type things and it's get it's it's good it looks right. good like so we're going to we're going to check that out like um that. super massive games are the people who put that out so the people do until dawn and they did the inpatient or the patient or something inpatient okay whatever but um yeah Rami Malek was also in until dawn how about that he of the he of the high energy <laughs> and the Mr. Robot yeah so yeah. All yeah, right. I'm going to check that out. So there you go. Cool. Oh, I also saw Dave Batista <clears throat> is going to be in Gears of War 5. Great. Have you fun can, with that, bud. You could play uh you could play as Dave Batista. Does anyone give a shit about that game anymore? I don't have an Xbox. If I did, I would no. play it. No. Yeah, you love that game. I did. I was a big Gears of War fan. One, two, <laughs> that's where, it, that's one, where two, Take a Shit came from. If I'm that not was mistaken. a guy. Guy told <laughs> somebody else to take a shit because he got all upset of us. <laughs> Dude, take a shit. One of the great. <laughs> one of the great. I don't know if it's an insult or whatever it was. Hey, but yeah, that, tell someone to go take a shit. It's a showstopper, if nothing yeah. else. So he's, <laughs> that guy won that one. Sure did. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? Is it taking a shit? It's well, some might think so. But yeah, we'll find out what you think. It, well, yep. first of all, it's the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. And today it is Mind Hunter, the Netflix series. Uh, we'll probably focus mainly on season two, but we are going to discuss both of them. There's two seasons that have been out. Season one was 10 episodes, season two, which more which came out just a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. nine episodes. We'll begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Uh and before I do that, actually, Ryan, just for people who haven't read this or seen this at all, just a real quick overview. Uh, the synopsis, Mindhunter revolves around FBI agents Holden Ford and Bill Tench, along with psychologist Wendy Carr, who originate the FBI's behavioral science unit within the training division at the FBI. They interview imprisoned serial killers to understand how they think with the hope of applying this knowledge to solve ongoing cases. Season one is set between 1977 and... In 1980, it's the early days of criminal psychology and criminal profiling at the FBI. And then season two takes place between 1980 and 81, and it covers the Atlanta murders uh, from 79 to 81. With all that said, Ryan, did you like it? Yes, I did. Some parts more than others. Yeah. But but good. Like solid. 
I I really liked it, but there's definitely unlike uh, a show like Breaking Bad, which we're gonna really just dedicate basically the rest of the month to. Yeah, they're Breaking Bad to me. Breaking Bad, The Wire, and like that honestly may end the list where everything is done for a reason and everything has mm-hmm. a payoff and everything kind of you you know there's no wasted time. You know, maybe even the leftovers, like for me, like every, everything is like, okay, this, this is about this character, about this storyline yeah. or this, whatever. And there's a payoff or there's something there. This doesn't always do that. Like there are definitely no. storylines where I'm like, all right, next, like this, this three yep. minutes I didn't really need, you know, or, like there is or, part yeah. of that. That's the worst thing part I can of that. say about it. And there's some storylines that I cared about and then yeah. didn't care about. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. Like, like we're done here. Like for move on. me, it, yeah. it's almost as simple as every time they interview a serial killer. For me, it was the most interesting stuff that the show had to offer. Yeah, and most of the other storylines, I find myself kind of like that's real a real flip of a coin whether it was interesting. Yeah, and I think some of the characters too. I I really don't like, and we'll so get into I that one in particular. I think there's one character, if I remember correctly from a previous episode, that you don't like who I do like. It might be my favorite. Um, the acting overall, though, is solid. And it's a lot solid. of sort of yeah. unknowns or at least people that you don't really recognize. It's not a lot of super famous people. No, it's uh, – uh, what's her name? Uh, Anna Torv. You remember her? She was in Fringe, the show Fringe. Yeah, Anna Torv uh, is one of the main characters. Yep. Uh, the other two actors, Jonathan Groff and Holt McCallanany? I don't know. Mac- like you, McElhaney. McElhaney. I don't know. He, so, I've, I've recognized him from other things, but he's like a oh that guy type of guy. Yeah, he's definitely an oh that guy. I'm trying the to. The guy think. Jonathan yeah. Groff. The only thing I could recognize him from, and he wasn't. Even, he was the voice of uh, what's his name in uh, Sven in uh, Frozen. Oh, was he really? Yeah, that's the only thing I would know him from. Oh, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. The other guy, the guy who plays Bill Tench was, you've seen him because he, he's been in a bunch of things, but pretty much like smaller roles. He had a small role in Fight Club, actually. Yes, that's yeah. right. His his name is, so he was Kristoff, not Sven is the reindeer. Kristoff is the. Is okay. The, yeah. Sorry. All right. It's very bad of me. I should have. But known. either way, I thought, yeah. I thought they were very good. I thought you got kind of like the sucked into them and the story is good. And to me, it is, I was a big fan of Boardwalk Empire. I don't know if you liked Boardwalk Empire that much. I did until I didn't. Okay, fine. Maybe it went on a little bit too long. But I love the idea of you take a few fictional characters or at least characters that are like a like a mix of some real people. But Mm -hmm. then you put them in the real world and you you put them in there with, in this case, serial killers. In the case of Boardwalk Empire, real mobsters like Lucky Luciano and Mayor Lansky and like that kind of thing was really cool to me. And so that had some similarities to that. Also, what was really cool is David Fincher, who has, yeah. uh, well, speaking of Fight Club, he has a incredible resume, and he's one of the executive producers, and he directed seven of the nineteen episodes. And what's crazy about this is the the ones he he directed, you can tell immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like other than like watching it in the credits, like as soon as the first shot, you're like, oh, that you that he definitely did. There was one thing that, and this isn't. Oh, we'll get into it with spoilers, but there's well, one. I was just thing gonna say, that, season one, it was the first two and the last two, and yeah. then in season two, it was the first three episodes. Yes, so I think there's sort of a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he he was great, and the, and the other one, the other episodes were good too. But you're right, probably some of the best stuff was was his. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, you know? it was good. Yeah. This, and this so, good I mean, I, I highly recommend it. Obviously you, you gotta be sort of in the mood for it and you gotta, you gotta know what you're getting yourself into. Like it's, mm-hmm. I still can't really explain it. Like it's fucked up to say that I'm interested in serial killers. Cause it is the most crazy shit in the world, but I am. And I always have been. And I'm like, like, what makes these guys do this? Like, what's the deal? Like some of the ones that um, they like want to be. And I think we as a society sort of turn them into characters too. Like as we get into it, like a lot of them have nicknames and shit. And like that only glorifies these guys more. And what's also pretty telling, this isn't really a spoiler, but especially in season two, what Bill Tench um, is talking to people that he doesn't work with and they find out what he does. They and they're immediately, like immediately, immediately yeah. have interest. And, and you're like, w- yeah, there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's been like that forever. And I thought it was fascinating that this takes place in the late seventies and the term serial killer, like wasn't, no. that's just something I've grown up with. That's a term I, I I've known my whole life and to know that like, like not to date myself, but I was born in 81. Yeah. And to think that that, when I was born, right, no. like that wasn't a thing. No, like, that, that, you know what I mean. Like really there like, were people who like they call them like habitual offenders or yeah, violent like offend- multiple repeat violent offenders. Yeah, like they, yeah. yeah, repeat violent offenders. Like they had like a lot of like, like long terms, and then they would start throwing serial killer around, and people, even like police officers, would look at them like the what now? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's what they are. Um, What's your hashtag dork score for if you want to go season season or the whole thing, whatever? I would say the First season is a rock hard five. Mm. Um, and the second season is I'm gonna say it's like a four and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm going uh I'm probably going five for both. Yep. Maybe hard I five, could, stock five. I could even go five and a half in season one, but probably five. Yep. I'm gonna say five for both. Yep. And again, the, the biggest issue for me is you would run into storylines where I would say, Okay, not super interested. Like yep. Get back into the prison and interview these psychopaths. Like I want to, I want to know what's going on here. Um, and by the way, they like if you have any knowledge of these uh, serial killers, or if you, even if you just looked it up after the fact, like they really pinpoint like these guys. Like they, yeah. look, they look just like them. They do, and the stories, like the info that they give you, is all like accurate. Like it's all one hundred percent what happened. Yeah, and I love this. There, there are some of the of the people that they depict. Yeah. are fascinating like you said like yeah. i yeah, i'm is. not as into it as but i'm like oh like yeah listening to this actor talk and like be this person and i'm like fascinated by it's like pretty tense too yeah and like you know you're watching it and you're like oh my god like because one of the things that they do and one of the ways to get there just to make them feel more comfortable when they're interviewing them is like they come in the cell and like you've already they've been built up like you've heard about yep. who they are and then they like they uncuff them and then they go and they sit down across from him and you're just like, you don't know what is going in, gone right. inside that guy's head. Yeah. All you know is that he's insane, but they're all different. Like some are more intelligent than others. And it's just I don't know, fascinating is the only word I can really describe it. So anything else uh, non-spoiler you want to hit on? And then we'll probably just jump around between the two seasons and some of the storylines we like, didn't like some of the killers and things like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's do that. All right, let's go. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Um, First of all, is the character that you didn't like Holden? No. Oh, okay, good. Because I thought no. you said before you didn't like Holden. Uh, I think you're. I what we were talking about. You're you're not supposed to like him in the beginning. 
I think so. And how about the introduction to Holden too, where he is a negotiator, which has to be one of the most effed jobs in the yeah. world. And then what happens and the guy kills himself, but he doesn't kill the other person. So they're like, Hey, great job. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Remember the scene in best in show where they're talking to, and he's just like, they all jump. They That's all jump. They all die. You know, that guy <laughs> boom, head <laughs> popped off like a grape and they're like trying to eat. Yeah. Like that. Like the, I kept jump. thinking of, that's a terrible thing to say, but that, that's like the first thing that popped into my head. Like they all jump. I just um, think like he, to me and like, maybe other people have drawn this connection too, is he is just so, like, so obsessed with this job. And it's almost like these serial killers and he almost have something in common it's just, I, yes i'm okay. so glad you said that right so, like the way that yeah. they are they're they're actually very similar except one has chosen to use this for much 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 better ways and the yep. others just something was missing and they ended up becoming monsters and i said the exact same thing to my wife like what i find fascinating about his character is he has more in common with the serial killers than he actually does with the people he works with yeah and like and i think that's why he understands them and they you know what i mean because tench bill tench is definitely more like human and like you can tell like when he's looking at the serial killers he's like but he eventually kind of breaks down a little bit and we'll interview them, but he's almost like, fuck these guys. Like these guys are sick. Like, what are we really going to yeah. get out of this? And like, he eventually comes across like, all right, there is information to be had here. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Holden is like, and it's really comes across in season two when he's interviewing Charles Manson and he is like almost in awe of him. Yeah. Like, he is just, he can't wait to talk to him. In fact, they, he talks about him in season one. Like it's almost like, yes. oh my god! Like what a dream it would be to interview him, mm-hmm. and they end up going with a guy who becomes an unbelievable character in uh, Kemper, Ed yes, Kemper, the Kemper. co-ed killer. Mm-hmm. Who's again? That's that's the whole guy. But he's, I'm watching Ed Kemper on the screen and just being like, that this dude's fascinating, fascinating. He is like in the in the grossest way, and I'm like, I'm not awful. obviously they did awful things, but just like the way. Again, like the way that he would talk about these certain things that like he matter would do, of fact. Like, yeah, it's kind of like matter of like, fact. It's like, yeah, like I breathe in oxygen and I breathe out carbon dioxide. Like you just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you talking. That's and, and he's like, just uh, like, yeah. And they use and it's funny though because you hear it happens in season one, and then there's a great little callback at the end of season two when they're like they're talking to Ed Kemper in the beginning and he, Ed Kemper's talking about, it's like, it's really hard to strangle a person. Like it's really hard to do. And he's like, like hard work. And then they talk to what's the guy at the end, uh, Wayne Williams. Yep. At the end. And they're like, yeah, down in Atlanta. And, and he leans into him in the interview. He's like, you know, it's really hard to strangle somebody, Wayne. Yeah. Cause remember they were talking about how oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he couldn't do it one time, but yeah. they, you actually use what Kemper said oh, yeah. to him. Well, then, like, like, so the, it's like, we'll see at the end of season one where Holden goes and meets up with, uh, with Kemper in the hospital and visits yeah. him and like Kemper thinks they're friends and like, and that I think completely Hol- bugs him out. I think Holden might think he's friends with him too. I, I think the realization, but he doesn't want to admit that, like, that, like he doesn't want bill to know that. Right. And the realization of like, Oh shit, we actually are friends. I'm like, like probably completely freaked him out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, the co-ed killer, again, he's like six, eight, six, nine, like mm-hmm. in real life. So he's just like a monster of a guy where some of the other guys, like, again, they're all, they're all, uh, shapes and sizes here. So he, fucked up killed 10 people including his mother mm-hmm. and also uh a big dismemberment necrophilia guy big time 
And then he talks, just talks about it. Matter of fact, like you can't shut him up. And he's one of like the examples they always go to. And like when they're yep. trying to sell it to their bosses, uh, the guy Shepard in season one, who doesn't want anything to do with it. And then right. Ted Gunn in season two is all about it. Right. They always sort of reference Ed Kemper and they go, Kemp- and, they, they go and yeah. visit him again in season two, Ryan. And it's, it's fascinating when they're, they want to talk to Charles Manson. Manson's mm-hmm. like, Nope. Manson's like, they're like, all right, well, same jail. Let's go talk to Kemper. Kemper, by the way, still alive. Still alive in, yeah. in real life. And so they go and talk to Kemper and he's hilarious talking about Charles. He basically is just shitting all over Manson because Manson's not the one that killed anybody. No, he says he's, he's, like, he's a pretender. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a, char- a pretender. He's a charlatan. He's a yeah. charlatan. And he's like, oh, by the way, he is very short. He's it's like, try not to up. laugh. Yeah. He's it's like, bring he's it up. very small. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's just so surreal and like that part i don't know if that's true like i don't know if kemper knew manson and if it's if they even were in the same prison i didn't like i didn't know about that but just like they, so they those were, guys know about each other yeah and because the other thing when they're like oh we're, we want to meet with somebody and wasn't it kemper that rattled off like three or four other like killers he was yeah. like he was like oh like the freeway killer and like whatever else and they're like no 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 but then that he sniffed it out that like they were looking for they were BTK they were so the other thing yeah. too that we didn't mention is like this is all circulating around like BTK oh, yes. yes who yeah, is yes. like one of the most prolific serial killers like in the history of the history of this this study and what's crazy is like they're zeroing in on him in this like the early 80s and he doesn't get caught until 2005 really fucked up like that's that's crazy shit yeah, and it's one of those ones where they don't say at first who it is, but again, it wouldn't take a a, a scientist to figure it out. They, mm-hmm. First of all, he looks kind of like him, and if you've seen the mug shots and if you've seen the court shots of uh, Dennis Raiders, his name and where he's from, yeah, and, right, that's, you, that's you know, they, they pop up like it's huge letters, almost like it's the MCU, like what they yeah. put it like he's like Kansas, and you're like, all right, I think, and then you see him with the mustache and the glasses, and you're like, and all, then you get it like. The, all the choking and shit later on you're like okay oh you know, he's a, yeah gonna... jesus christ at the end but, of season two Woo. so that's that's another thing and again we're, we're kind of jumping around um but that's fine the the btk stuff as you said he's not caught till 2005 we, we are right now in 1980 when yeah. season two ends what do you think they're aiming for? Like what's going to be the payoff? Because nothing would be better than a scene with holden sitting across the table from btk but how the hell are we going to get there? Um, it depends on. I think the and the the idea is eventually there's going to be like some sort of because you can't go Time jump. You can't go twenty five seasons here, you know. So no, you can't. There's going to be I've some watched. sort of time, some sort of time jump. Unfortunately, there's enough serial killers to interview between. There are. I mean, could, I don't think going. Don't, this isn't the Simpsons. You're not going to keep this show going for twenty five <laughs> seasons, you know. But the fact that they've done so much BTK, or is it just? You know, they're they're showing you a guy that they can't catch, like as much as they know about stuff, because like one of the things, too, is like they're they're constantly gathering information. And some of it seems to be spot on, like some of the things that some of the findings that they have yeah. are really accurate. But then other ones don't like they're like, well, you know, definitely not a family man or whatever. And then you're like, well, no, like turns out like, yeah, serial killer, a, lot, a lot of times yeah. serial killers are married with a kid and then like they don't know about it. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you can't really broad brush it too much. Although thing, a lot of white dudes in their 30s. A lot of white dudes in their 30s. But I also found fascinating, too, um, was all of these things they were talking about, like these practices and stuff that didn't exist yet. Like you can't. Oh, yeah. Like profiling people and being like, we're looking for this 
type of guy. And they're like, what do you tell? Like, you can't say that like that. You can't tell me like who this is the person doing. It. And they're like, cause it's all this, it's all like this thought. It's a, it's a, there's no evidence. It's just, well, that's, a, that's the thing. And like, yeah. they really ran that in season two. And that's right. another reason where, where Holden is just so obsessed with the work that some of the things that he says come across, like in this case, some of them come across as maybe racist, but he's not at all. Like no. he's not thinking about that ever. Like when he's down there in Atlanta and he just has no filter and he's like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure the killer's black. And they're all like, Jesus Christ. So you want us to go based off of what? And he's like, yeah. well, He's like, these serial killers don't kill outside of their race, like more often than not. And they're right. like, well, based on what? And he's like, well, I'm interviewing these guys. And yeah, they're like, like, I know, like, just from like, what I've told me. Yeah. yeah. Like, so what's your evidence for it? Like, what? And he's like, what? Oh, he's like, huh? He's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Uh, and then you get into Wayne Williams, who, oh, by the way, we don't know if he killed all those kids. And, and even this, in real life, we don't know. And this is what kind of knocked it down. And I know, I understand at the end of season two, you're supposed to be frustrated. Yes. Like that's the idea. And yes. I felt you're felt you're made to feel like, okay, well, we got to like catch this. And like, you don't. And sometimes, and well, you're doubly, idea, frustrated. Like, you're doubly frustrated because, yeah. but it's real because when they, when they arrested and then put Wayne Williams in jail in, in real life, they tagged him with the adult murders. All of those kid murders, they were like, yeah, it's him. It's probably him. And like, oh, see, like we, like our FBI guys, they like they said like he fits the profile, but they didn't have the proof on they it. Never, yeah, and so and so now was, some of those cases are reopened, and apparently they're they're like going through some of the kid murders. They're going through them, but they were just probably happy to say, all right, we got him. Like, yep. Here's here's Close our guy on it, and it was and right at the time for Holden because yeah. all of his work. It's like yeah, this this would be the guy, but like you still need that next step. Like yeah. And then he's frustrated because he's saying, well, they didn't even charge him with these murders. And so everyone really, around him's telling him it's a win. They're like, no, you did it. Yeah, you like, got it. Like, no, got I didn't. Guy. And he's like, no, I didn't. Nobody nobody has served a day for those killings. And they just kind of convinced themselves that he's the one that did it. And what what's fascinating about the Holden character is that he, I don't think, because the whole time he's referring to kids as numbers. Yeah. Like right. everyone else is saying, like, oh, when they found this kid, they're using the kid's yeah. name. Oh, good point. And he's like, oh yeah, number thirty-seven or number seventeen. Like he's never he's using numbers. So there's like this it's deep so and, and yeah. about him is it's not about justice. It's about finishing. It's about yeah. like having an answer, and you know, not having one must drive him absolutely crazy. And you, you know, know what, you know what was one thing that was weird, and I'm glad they kind of stayed away from it was the way season one ended and season two began. I thought Holden having panic attacks was going to be more often. You know, yeah. like when he, when he like psyched himself out and he had to get hospitalized, and you're just like, well, he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. He's down there in Atlanta, like he's trying to help out. He's interviewing all the serial killers, and I was like, Ugh, like. I know that could be a reality, but I just don't want to spend every episode with him, no. you know, using like an inhaler and trying to get back out there. So, but I would have rather have seen that okay. than seen all of the stuff with Wendy Ugh. and her girlfriend. Cause like, she's again, a like, good, Wendy's a good character and I, I and this like, was useless. Yeah. The girlfriend stuff. It was almost similar, like Holden's girlfriend in season one, Debbie. Yeah. Okay, like I guess it helps to show you how kind of like quirky Holden is, but like I don't know if you needed that. So no. both of yeah. those storylines were awful. 
Although Wendy in season one was basically just feeding a cat like that. They don't right, give her anything right. to do. Like, but there's, there's that whole, like, there's like a like detachment. And like you said that you better have a good point. Like Bill Tench is like the only like normal person. Yeah. And yeah. he's dealing with the most like fucked up thing in his life. Oh my with this, God. With this kid. And he's holding it together. See, Meanwhile, you're not telling anybody about what's going on. How yeah. fucked was that? So season two, the Bill Tench storyline. So in season one, we find out that you know he has a son. His son doesn't really talk. Adopted um, son. He's adopted son. He's like six at the time, I think. Yeah. And then in season two, just the most fucked up thing. So his wife is like a realtor, and then in the house there was a dead. How old? Like two, two. one year, yeah. two year old, two like a really yeah, young kid. Yeah. And you find out that other kids did it, and then it was his son's idea to put him up on a cross. I thought. I'm going to put my hands up right now. Bad, bad radio, but I'm like, yeah. Well, first of all, to best of my knowledge, that did not happen. Because, again, Bill Tench is not a real character. He's based on some. So that story itself, I don't believe. I mean, I'm I'm sure this world's fucked up enough. I'm sure something like that may have happened. But as far as I know, like that was just written for the show. But there was a lot of things that happened. Like there was someone on this team's son was involved in some. It was one of those things like a mashup of a bunch of things. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things like it's based on truth, but I don't think that specifically happened. Well, then it was it was actually kind of interesting because and at, at first I was like, do I like this storyline or not? Because you're like, I didn't think they needed to add the fact that Bill was worried about his son maybe becoming a serial killer. And then now talking to real serial killers and in the back of his mind now sympathizing with them a little bit more because maybe they're like a son. Like the, the case in point is Elmer Wayne Henley. Mm-hmm. who uh, was part of that Houston mass murders thing, which if you've ever looked this up, this is the most fucking gross thing in the world. But we actually mentioned Dean Coral before. He was known as the Candyman. I think I mentioned yes. him on like a Dorktober episode because it's like the Candyman. Yep. But so he was a guy and he would just rape and kill young boys. And this Elmer Wayne Henley was a young boy when he met him. And in fact, may have even been a guy that he planned on raping and killing but then he talked his way out of it. Henley did right. and ended up like recruiting for him. He and this other guy, they ended up recruiting for him and just brought a ton of kids in. So he killed like, I think it was like over 30 people maybe. And then finally Henley killed Dean. Like I yes. Dean probably, and we don't know if it was like a jealousy thing. Remember how Henley got so upset? Like he's, he's not gay. Like he got so mad about that. He got so like, mad about right. it. Yeah. Okay, but they're wondering if there's some jealousy involved or whatever. But anyway, he killed him. And because he was so young, all of a sudden you see Bill Tench kind of being like, well, you know, he's younger. He was pushed pushed into it. Yeah, where he never would have said that the season before, right before his son did all that stuff. I thought the serial killers in season two were better. Well, they're certainly more famous. Than they were in season one. Season one was the co-ed killer, Ed Kemper, uh, Monty Rissell, uh, Jerry Brodus, the lust killer. He was also he the was shoe, great. The, the shoe, shoe guy. fetish guy. Yeah, he was great. And then Richard Speck, which was the guy that uh, killed Threw the bird in the fan. He killed. Was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Richard yeah. Speck, he took the head, the little bird. He threw it into the fan. I think so. He was the one. Who Holden got in trouble because of what yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, they edited it out, yeah. and then they we don't out what say it. Was. We don't have to. I'm be. not. Eh, I'm not gonna say it. Matt Mac can say that line. Mac can say that's Max word. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but this is a guy who killed eight student nurses in 1966 in Chicago. Can we just? Um, I did a quick Google. Can we talk about how good the casting was for all of these guys? All these we guys. Talk- 
all these guys are spot on. If you go look it up yeah. again, most of them, there's no reason why any of us should really know what a lot of them look like, but BTK, you would know Charles Manson, you would know son of Sam, you would know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're spot on. So that was basically it. It was those four. They talked about other ones, but season one, it was those four season two, a whole bunch more. You have, uh, David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, yep. super famous, and got an actor who looks just like him. That was that was pretty interesting shit right there. Uh, you had William Pierce Jr. He yeah. was the guy who uh, wasn't he the guy that was like he wanted to be called Junior. You're like, all right, fine. yeah, yeah. He was like, don't call him. Yeah, there was <laughs> that was there were a couple here that were like there were some good ones and some like throwaway ones, like ones I didn't really didn't really care about. Yeah, yeah. That was there one was, of them. There was William Henry Hance. So. You remember him? He was the guy who was convicted of killing uh, three women. Um, and he was the one that was writing letters and was like, yeah. hey, don't worry about like the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the stationery or whatever. He's like, it's got nothing to do with that. Like he was so dumb. And then like Holden's trying to talk to him. And he's like, well, you you told him where she was or whatever. And, but and you said he's that. Like, yeah, would, but just throw him off. No, I was throwing him. No, throw him. He's like. Yeah, but they wouldn't know that yet, <laughs> right? Like he's trying to explain it to him, and he yeah. was just so dumb. Which again, I think kind of some of the guys they talked to before, again, as crazy and as psychopathic as they are, there's like an intelligence there. Yeah, and then you meet this guy, and you're like, well, what the fuck? So I kind of like threw them off a little bit. Uh, then they talked about Elmer Wayne Haley Henley, who uh, we mentioned, Charles Manson. Again, this is the same Which, guy who played Charles Manson once upon a time in Hollywood. He's and he was he's type guy. excellent. He was really good. Excellent. Just like, talking I, nonsense. Just talking just, nonsense, which is again, you can watch these Charlie Manson uh interviews and they're they're out they're out there, man. They are yeah. he just talks in circles. I don't think he knows what the fuck's going on, but people listen to him. But, but yeah, and I found myself being like, Well, maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'm like, hang on, stop it. Like the, Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like like I found myself listening to the actor and being like, "Well, yeah, you know, they are adults." He's, and he was he's like, "That's your love, man. That's your love." I yeah, oh like, yeah. And he keeps talking about like love and the now. I feel like, like I would. There's a better chance of me believing him if he didn't have a swastika carved into his forehead. If seriously, now let me ask you this because we were talking about it as we were watching. If Charles Manson wrote that in a book and signed it. How much would that book be worth to some crazy out there? Oh my god, to some like tons, tons. If, of, like, okay, you you have grand. you have a hundred million dollars. And by the way, he wrote into the book to Holden. He took it and he wrote, "Each night as you sleep, I destroy the world." Yep. Now, if you came across that book at an auction, what is the highest price you would pay for that book? You know, you have a million dollars. Um. Zero. I don't want it. You don't want it. You I don't, don't want, want it in my house. house. You don't want it in your house. Nope. I don't want it in my house. As much as I'm interested in these guys, I don't. I don't want any knickknacks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want like a like a Annabelle doll in your house. No. Well, that's a little bit different. No, it's not. That's actually scarier. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you one time when we were doing when uh, Katie and I were looking for houses? Mm-hmm. One of one of these houses, uh, we had like a like a, like a private showing, so it was just, just us and our and our like realtor lady. And we go in there, and everything's nice. Like, it's all cleaned up or whatever. We go down to the basement. Uh, there's this huge room. And sitting on the couch is a huge doll, fully I clothed. I would have turned around and walked right out. We did not buy that house. Yeah. 
I was like, what is this? It didn't look like Annabelle, but it was like that size. Like that American girl doll, like just staring dead eyes at you. It was fucking scary. I was like, what? Why would they leave that there? The the realtor must have known it was there. Unless they didn't. Unless they didn't. What's scarier than something? (sighs) Well, no, I mean, still something. It's (laughs) it's not nothing. (laughs) But the Charles Manson thing I thought was... It was pretty good. Now, it was and who was the off. guy? Who was, was the guy uh, that kept using the wrong words? Was that William Pierce Jr.? No, was that him? Yes, he kept using the wrong words. Oh, that drove oh. me nuts! Like he kept trying to use big words and he couldn't. Like, yes, he couldn't, yes, yeah, he wasn't yeah, yeah, the right yeah. word. That was hilarious. And they kept being like stopping him, and then just being like, "Okay." And then okay, he's like, "I'm just yeah. fascinated by like your vocabulary or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, he's going." Yeah, William yeah. Pierce Jr. That was him. So then the they guy talked, that he ate all the candy. He loved eating candy. Yeah. 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 Not again, not to be confused with the candy man. Not to be Coral. confused with the candy man. Yeah. So then you had Tex Watson, who again was one of the guy, one of Manson's followers who actually yeah. did kill people. And so they had an interesting little sit down there. That was good. Then you have a guy, Paul uh Bateson, who was convicted of one murder. And apparently this guy appeared in uh The Exorcist. He was in like a scene in The Exorcist. And he stabbed and killed a reporter in 1979. And he talked and to like, him. And like this was the one. Bit. This was the one with Wendy and what's the other guy? Um. Oh God, what is his name? He sucks. I. Uh, that's the guy I hate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Morgan? No. Uh. Let me find out what the hell his name is. Yeah, that guy's terrible. You know why I hate him, Richard? Why do you hate him? Because he's a fucking snitch. He is a snitch. That's his he name is. Find it. Find it. Find Greg. it. Greg, Greg Smith. Greg Smith. Yeah. Smith. That guy sucks. He sucks. And I love how they treat him like such shit though, too. When they're like, they're like oh they're no, like, he just they just want us for the meeting. You stay here, Greg. Yeah. You're the only one that doesn't need to be here. <laughs> yeah, he was not great at that interview. No, he stunk. But then what was also crazy was that was the scene where Wendy then talks about her girlfriend and they were, and they all assume that she, she made like, it up. Hey, good job. Like good job. getting yeah. to talk. Good job. Like, thinking that, on your feet. Good, yeah. That's, that's job, definitely yeah. not true. That couldn't be true. And you're yeah. like, Oh my God. Like, like, ugh. but at but, the time, so that guy, that Paul guy, the more recent guy that they talked to the guy, he had like mm-hmm. a goatee. He's out. He served 24 years in prison. He's out of jail. Out. Huh. Uh, so then Wayne Williams, uh, obviously, he's another guy that they talked to, and if you've seen pictures of him, they he looks exactly, exactly like the actor. Like that. Yeah, one of the one of the great scene, couple of things were pretty good. Was I think it was in the seventh episode. They're they're following him right, and then the, Wayne Williams goes into the drive through, gets some yeah. food, and then he's like, uh, "Yeah, I think we've been made." <laughs> she knocks on the door. He's like, "Figure you guys might be hungry." I think he made it. Yeah. And then the other part is when they're trying to get like his whereabouts at certain times, right? Like over like the last few days, like they're yeah. onto him. They're like. They're like, uh, they're like, where were you yesterday? He's like, I was at home. He's like, what were you doing? He's like, uh, playing solitaire. He's like, can you corroborate that? He's like, like pretty hard to corroborate solitaire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. You corroborate playing solitaire. Mm-hmm. A witness to me. Yeah. Uh, some of the other quick things that I didn't hit on yet when they were trying to figure out the thing, like Holden, and it was actually going out with that guy Greg that we were just mm-hmm. talking about. Fucking Greg. Fucking. And Greg. they're they're trying to figure out like these child murders they're like how is this guy going through the town and getting people in mm. his car like how oh is he going yeah, but- and when they stop out there and they see the four kids it's like hey each this is my favorite home. part and he goes you a cop 
And he's like, no, why don't you just come on? He goes, then pull your dick out. Pull your dick out. You're a cop. You will pull your dick out. So that has become, not to give you a peek, too much of a peek behind the curtain, that has become some a, a saying in the Davy household now. Were you like calling someone's bluff? Pull your dick out. Oh, yeah? Pull your dick out. So good. <laughs> if you a cop, if you if you a cop, you won't pull your dick. Out. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, because like, they were trying to prove that like black kids wouldn't just go anywhere with a white guy. It had right. to have been a black guy, right? That was, yeah, if you. And it's pretty good, and like again, Holden. But the idea that only a cop wouldn't pull his dick out in that situation, like those kids are smart. <laughs> They're like, yeah, pull your dick out. <laughs> They're not going in there with anybody. Yeah. I don't know. This, awesome. the, whole, the whole thing is fascinating. But again, all my favorite parts, I look back on it, were sitting down and they do such a good job of building the tension when Holden is sitting down, he hits play. And like you can sort of tell some of these guys are more willing to talk than others. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of it's based off of real interviews that these guys did in, in real life. It's sort of what you got. Like the Son of Sam stuff was amazing when he like admits yeah. that it was all bullshit, it was all like bullshit. hearing it from the yeah. dog and all this other stuff. And you're like, the demon and all that, yeah, that was, that was amazing. And the uh, idea, like, the, you were there was like some pathology, like you were you were doing this at certain times to certain people. He's like, no, I just went up to the window and shot. Yeah, we just wanted right. to do that. He's yeah. like really trying to figure it out, and there's like yeah. really not much to figure out. Yeah. So there are a few serial killers. I'm surprised have not been in it or mentioned, and maybe yeah. they were mentioned and I and I didn't hear it. But and I'm also trying to think timelines because again, this is we're up to 1980. We started 1977. We haven't heard anything about Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, right? And I wonder if uh, the other person I would talk to, uh, Ed Gein, died in 84. Oh, did he? But he was probably old as shit then, right? He was, yeah, almost, he was 78 years old when he died. So, yeah. But he's like, I mean, he's like, he's like the the original. Yeah. Ed Gein, Jesus Christ. And he was the guy who Hannibal Lecter was based on. So, that, I mean, that's a, you should probably talk to him, you know? Yeah, you could definitely, uh, you could definitely talk to him. But like Bundy and Manson, or uh, Bundy and Gacy, or Dahmer, are two of the top five. So, Dahmer wasn't caught until 91. Really? Yeah. He started very late 70s, but he was more of an 80s killer. But even then, like, why not? No, no, no. They don't know who he is yet. Yeah, there's no, okay. there's no way they know Dahmer. They would, they would know Bundy and Gacy though. Like so that that's why I'm surprised because those are those guys I would imagine would be high up on Holden's list to talk. Yeah, to. and then again you have uh, which is Richard Ramirez that was the Night Stalker. So oh he yeah, he starts in '84. Okay, so we're getting to him. We're getting there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to see when was Bundy because Bundy was also a guy who I think they would want to talk to because he escaped from prison. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he escaped. Like, imagine that. I mean, I guess that happened not too long ago. There were some dickheads that were, uh, but he was uh, arrested in '75. So, so I guess maybe he's around. Yeah, he's line up and like yeah. So he had done he had done his his killings then. Um, but also, if they do any kind of time jump, because if they're gonna catch up to BTK, like you could always stop along the way, and you could do Jeffrey Dahmer then. Like you could do a stop in the a hit in the nineties. Yep. Uh, there's also the Green River Killer, Gary Ridgeway, who's like probably in the top five for like most kills. Um, he didn't get caught until 2001, so that could be so another could, yeah. thing. And then, believe it or not, 
there's a guy in the United States that they believe has killed more people than Gacy, Bundy, Dahmer, BTK, Green River Killer. And his name is Samuel Little. And he Samuel wasn't Little. he wasn't caught until 2012. Um, Jesus. But 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 his killings were all like in the 80s, I think. They honestly think, and the thing is, when some of these guys get brought in, they're like, oh yeah, like I also killed like and they make shit up. So you don't really right. know. But this guy, Samuel Little, might have been connected to like 93 killings. Wow. Also, would you put no, I guess you can't. Like hitmen in the mafia, like they don't really, they don't count, right? Or do they? Because they also kill. No, a lot of I mean those. Yeah, but those that's are so like, different. That's so different. It's not like compul. It's not compulsive. Like that's following. That's following orders. I don't think that falls under the. Yeah, uh, and they probably didn't have sex with the corpses, like most no, of these no. guys. Like most of these monsters. <laughs> no, I don't think they. I don't <laughs> think they no, did. There's no way around that. Um, but yeah, definitely surprised. No Bundy and Gacy. I go back to them because even as a kid growing up, Bundy, Gacy, Dahmer were like the three that you knew, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, those are like the three obvious ones. And then if you look into it a little bit more, that's when you get like son of Sam and some of that Mm -hmm. other shit. And then obviously you knew Charles Manson, but then, and again, when you're, when you're a kid and you hear about Charles Manson, didn't you think he was the one that killed him? Like, yeah, I like growing up like, Oh, like he was like this prolific, like serial killer. And it did, he never killed anybody. Nope. And I love, and again, well, not to call back to it again, but the fact that like, um, what's his name? Kemper was so pissed off. Yeah. So pissed off that you're talking, he's like, you didn't even kill anybody. You want to talk, you learn it's about like killers. Imposter. Like don't talk to this guy. <laughs> right. Right. Like, he's full of shit. I, I forget what he, he said, calls him a charlatan, but he also sees like a pretender or something like that. And like, then he, didn't, didn't he recommend that they talk to Tex? I think too. Yeah. He was like, he said, you should talk to Tex. Talk to yeah. Tex. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, those would be the guys if they do another season. And I definitely want a season three. I've not heard anything that, that mm-hmm. there is one. They took like was it a year and a half or two years off in between season one and two? Yeah, it was it was relatively quick. Yeah, I feel it. Like, not you know? too bad. The one thing, and I would say I talked about it earlier. And the one thing I want to get in before that really bothered me and why I'm going to knock down season two a little bit. Yeah. Um, the episodes that weren't in Atlanta. Did you, this might, it's not my TV because I went on Reddit and I, I asked like, a, like I was just Googling it just to see, I asked Google. Yeah, sure. Did everyone look yellow to you? Ooh, I don't remember. Like go back to the scene. Like everyone's just like looks jaundiced. Like the way it was shot, like everything's just so yellow. Interesting. So not in Atlanta. So like when they were in Virginia. No, it, it's everywhere. It's like oh, it's everywhere. Everywhere. Like what's her name? Wendy um, looks yeah. like just yellow, like all the time. Yeah. And it's the way it was, I think it's the way it was shot. But yeah. it looked like everyone had like kidney failure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so good. But everyone's like, yeah, like their skin is yellow. Like I don't understand how you shoot it that way, Ugh. or why. You know, not good, not good, not not good. But I definitely want a season three. So we'll sure. see. We'll see if we got one. Yeah, I want to see what we do with it because the source material is there. Oh, uh, unfortunately, it <laughs> unfortunately, is. Yeah, there's a million people they can talk to. The other one would be. If they do a season three, it's one thing. Like if Netflix is like, if they go season to season, they might feel like they need to rush it to get yeah. to BTK just to close yeah. that loop. But if they were, because sometimes they they re up shows and they're like, you get two more seasons, then maybe they do another whole season where they are in the nineties, maybe. And yeah, then, yeah. You know what I mean. And then that might be a little bit rather than because now you're gonna have to age these guys too. And like I know they can do it, but that's gonna be kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, true. Because you want the same actors, but. 
All right, Ryan. I got I got nothing else on Mine Hunters. No, def- it's definitely worth your time. Wild show. I would, yeah, yeah, I mean, we are in a bit of a lull right now in terms of TV. Yeah. You know, so if you, if you got nothing to watch, I mean, that I know that's not the most ringing endorsement of a TV show, <laughs> but it's definitely like no, it's, I, a solid, I like it a it's a solid show that's definitely yeah. worth your time. If you're into like like if you're like my wife and her family and like everybody like who loves like these like they we call it like South Park they call it murder porn. Yeah, you watch like sixty minutes or you watch like any if you like that type of stuff and you like David Fincher like the movie Seven for instance. Yes, yeah, Seven. This is, this is this is for you. Also, if you there's just like so many of those uh, true crime shows yeah. now and podcasts and everything else, and then this is going back a ways. Now, do you think are there still like serial killers like this? You think that exists? I think it's yes, I do. Um, I think it's incredibly difficult now. With right. information being what it is. Right. With we'll C, C um, or, and just with like all the DNA and everything. But I mean, asking me if I think that these types of mental illnesses exist. And they do. Absolutely. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but it's just, it's, I think it's a. Well, and not to go just too depressing here, but now it's just mass shootings. Like we got a million yeah. of these mass shootings. Yep. And yeah, not to say that there aren't still serial killers, but it's different. And I think, you know, there's that theory that, like, the best serial killer in the history of man, like, was never caught. Who, Jack the Ripper? No, no, no. Like, you just, that's, you don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of like the perfect serial. You think about that. Are you going to say alcohol? (laughs) Smoking? What are you going to (laughs) say? Bad choice. Bad life choices. Bad life choices. Strike again, mind you. Okay. All right, Ryan, what do you say we get to the old pick of the podcast? Yeah, man. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also defend a goal? I will receive. Okay. I will take the ball this time. And just te- harping on this, I I recommended a podcast last time, Bear Brook, which people are like, wow, I got some positive responses out of that. I'm actually pretty happy with myself. Okay. Um, so I'm going to recommend a specific episode of a specific podcast, one that you've probably heard of before, um, the podcast Lore um, if you've, you've heard of that, they made it into a TV show on Amazon. Um, and basically they take like, you know, these things you've heard of before and kind of like do like a deep dive into them. Episode 63 called Homecoming um, is about the first American serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes um, yeah, in Chicago. The in the hotel. He yeah. had a, an entire hotel set up just like to murder people, torture people and kill and people. And it's a deep dive with it into into who this guy was and how you know, he you know where he was from i believe i know his his castle they call it the castle was in chicago well that's where he that's where he set up shop i yeah. want to say he was from new hampshire oh, I'll dear. Look that up. i did look that up but you said h.h um, H. holmes h.h H. holmes so if he was if born he, he was born in new hampshire ryan what town uh gilmanton which i've never heard of gilmanton that's gonna be that's i'm gonna look it up but mm, if you're into this Belknap, Belknap you, County, <clears throat> oh, near Belknap, oh, it's by the lakes. Oh boy. Yep. So, uh, it's by anyway, so check that bad boy out, huh? Uh, yeah. So yeah, check that out. I mean, if you're into like this kind of thing, like Richard, you're fascinated by these types of things, mm-hmm. um, consider the first American serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes. <sighs> Yikes. His, his first and middle names are both Holmes. So he's Holmes, <laughs> Holmes, Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was like destined to, to be a serial. Best like destined to, to be a serial killer. Yeah, you name your kid Holmes, 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 Holmes. Ryan, we I don't do a lot of music picks on the podcast. Oh, you know, you know who I love. You might not guess this because my taste is all over the map. Slipknot. Yes, I do love Slipknot. Not the podcast today, but I'm glad you bring that up because this is a good juxtaposition to Slipknot. I love Lana Del Rey. Shut. Love her. I love her to pieces. Can I tell? Okay, can I? Can I? Can we ping pong back up? You know who I love? She has a new one out, by the way. I know. Do you know who I love? Also, Lana Del Rey. I do not like Lana Del Rey. What do you mean you don't like her? Did you see her Saturday Night Live performance? Lana Del Rey's? Oh, good lord. That that might have been one of the worst I've ever seen. She's like uh, brilliantly haunting. If I'm ever having a sad, I pop on a little Lana Del Rey. Well, you know, if I'm having a happy, if I'm I'm having a a manic spell, you know who I love, Richard? If we're doing guilty pleasure stuff that we're going to admit to each other right now? The Aquabats. I love that William Eyelash. Who is that? Billie Eilish. Oh, you do like her? I like that. I like Billie Eilish. Yeah, I'm a Billie, Billie Eilish fan. Dude, That's lot, not a hot take. A lot of people like her, but you'd be surprised now, to know that I do. A lot of people probably think that a lot of Lana Del Rey songs all sound the same, but they're wrong. It's just, it's just very like ethereal, Oof. like mood music. She has me. got honey in her voice, though, Ryan. <sighs> it just gives you the chills. She, that young and beautiful song is an absolute yeah. slap. The the other thing too that I don't really okay, so I'm, I don't mean to step on your funk here. So go ahead, you finish with your pick. No, I, just, I, album, I just I love her very much. You love the new Lana Del Rey album? Check out the new Lana Del Rey. I haven't even heard it all, but I'm going to give it a six out of six. Yeah, you're not going to go Tool or Slipknot has a new album. Tool has a new album. Like no, we're just going to go Lana, Del, Lana Rey. Del Rey. I'm a father now, Ryan. So yeah, you, gotta, you, you know. don't let your don't let your daughter listen to that shit. We were actually both sitting there listening to it the other day. Popped it up on the old YouTube. We're just fall asleep. No, she was just kind of like, this hits home. I this feel is, it. This is really this good, did, Dad. Did she say, this is a mood, Dad? Because <laughs> my mood right now. Take a pic, send it to Mom. Like, all right, rocks. <laughs> all right, Ryan, next week on the podcast, if we can both get out there and see it, the plan is to go see It Chapter 2. I rewatched uh, Chapter 1 oh, good. a couple days ago to a little refresher. I'm a little nervous that this movie is like three hours long. I'm a little worried about that like too. Forty-five, whatever, whatever. The yeah, hell it's like, it's. But I heard Bill Hader is is great. All right, I heard the movie's a little uneven, but I heard Bill Hader right. steals the steals the screen. So we'll do that next week. So if you if you don't have time to see it, don't worry. We'll still do uh, spoiler free plus a whole bunch of this week at dork anyway. Uh, and then after that, we are going to go balls deep into Breaking Bad, leading up to El Camino. Yeah. Yep. So, and then it is uh, Dorktober four, a quest for peace. We're going to have all kinds of good stuff there. All kinds of good stuff. Got some stuff up our sleeves. Hey, did you know you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes? Even if it's my own podcast? Yes. Mm -hmm. And tell a friend, too. uh, So there's this thing that was like the WEEI podcast channel, which all the podcasts were going to. And it was just a way to sort of – it was like one-stop shopping, and they all came there, whether you listen to them all or not. And then there's obviously the individual channels. That's the one that we always promote, and that's which – the, where most of you guys listen but if you know anybody that's like hey what happened to the dork podcast it you have to subscribe on the dork channel so nothing really changes for you nope. or for most of you but for the few of you out there that were listening to it on eei podcast get out of there uh you can follow us and tweet at us at dork podcast we're on youtube 
And so is this episode, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hello, YouTube. Hello, YouTube. What up, YouTube? YouTube? Dork Podcast. You can email us anytime, dorkpodcast.gmail.com. And Davey is getting back into the old Twitch game. Next week, baby, we're getting back into it. All right, Ryan, that was a uh, pretty uh, pretty messed up episode, my man. Pretty messed up, but productive. Pretty, pretty messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, keep on, keep on, keep it on. You do you, boo. Okay. <laughs>